For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever Welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a great Friday. Our Friday just got a little better because uh, Jeremy Powell, a.k.a. Fat Kid, after a month-long sabbatical, two months. When was the last time you were on the Mark Aram show? I don't know. Kid? It's been a while since I, the last time I was on the Mark Aram show, I was calling you from my car in my parking <laughs> lot in at, at my apartment. So, yeah, I haven't been in studio for the Mark Aram show in a long time. Jeremy is the, uh, is the producer of the Jeff and Melissa Morning Show on B98.5. Um, I call him Fat Kid because that's his radio name. I mean, come on, that's that's old school. Yeah, yeah. I used to work at ninety nine X, and I I got called Fat Kid, and then it stuck. And uh, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Fat Kid Rocks. I have a website. It's it's it not sucks. for it, it's it's an adult Twitter feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, <laughs> I don't mind uh, cussing on my. T- Some people yeah. don't cuss on their Twitters. I don't. I don't. I don't see. Well, you know what? I get it for you because yeah. of TV. No, absolutely. And, and radio. I there's yeah. I really? Don't do you don't it. think the people who listen to the Mark Aram show would like to hear Mark Aram, you know, drop an F bomb? No. I think my listeners are much more respectable than you give them credit okay. for. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I I'll go with that, but I don't mind talking real. Let me uh let me ask Twitter. you this. All right. Okay. So 99X when I was in Atlanta, when I moved to Atlanta, like that was the big deal radio station. Who who when you were working there, who was who was on the air there? I worked there when it was Fred Toucher was the host of the morning show and I worked with Jimmy Barron and Leslie Fram. And uh, they they were the host of the morning show there. So it was after Barnes had left mm-hmm. the Morning X, and that so had gone away. I never worked with Steve Barnes. No, okay. I've met him before, but I never worked with him. I worked when Fred Toucher took over there, and uh, I was a stunt guy on that show. I was there for two and a half years. Toucher and Rich, by the way, are killing it in Boston. Oh right yeah, now. yeah, those guys are crazy. They're talented. doing sports talk in Boston, and they are number one. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, they they kill it up there, and uh, I'm glad that I didn't go up there because. Uh, like the the Boston listeners are a little meaner than they are here in Atlanta. You think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do good work. Um, so give me some inside baseball on the ninety nine X crew. Oh, really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I mean, when I was in Atlanta, I was you know I was listening to them when I I moved here in ninety six, and that yeah. was that was my go, one of my go to stations. Sure, sure. Yeah, but back then, you only had. WSB, 99X, or Star 94. Basically, yeah. it was like a three-station town. Mm-hmm. Um, and V103, Yeah, there I was guess. V, yeah, 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 because there was Frank and Wanda and, and uh, the people who were on before Frank and Wanda, I can't yeah. remember their names. Mike Roberts, Mike and Carol. Yes, Mike, yeah, and, yeah that's right, that's right. So, uh, well, there at 99X, when I worked with them, I mean, Fred is, 
Fred Toucher was one of those guys who uh, he comes off very abrasive mm-hmm. on the radio, a uh, little mean, but uh, he's actually very, very nice. Uh, he's a super nice guy. He's a but weird dude. He is a little weird. You've, you've met him before, yeah, right? Yeah, the same agent. He's, yeah. He's socially awkward. Yeah, he is. He's very socially awkward, So, and he doesn't really put up with a lot of people's crap, so that that makes him fit in up in the Northeast. I mean, you're from the Northeast, yeah. Mark Aram, so you know how it is. People don't like to put up a crap up there, Yeah, and that's why he fits in there, so he... Uh, He's all right. Uh, Jimmy Barron is, he's one of the funniest guys I know. Super nice guy. I, I hosted one talk show with him on WSB. Did you really? It was like a little tryout show. He came in, sat down. We did a couple hours. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. He's, and now he's in real estate. He's in real estate killing it. I had uh, lunch with him last week. Yeah. And he's a super nice guy. He's hilariously funny. So I hate that that guy's not on the radio anymore, but I get it. Yeah. Like, because I didn't just work with him at 99X. I worked with him at Dave FM. Yeah, that's right. Another station that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> uh, bad news for the B98 listeners. I know, Here right? Yes. Your station yes. But yeah, uh, I mean, Jimmy. Jimmy's good people. And then there's Leslie Fram. I mean, she's a, a legend in this town. So she was a legendary programmer. She's a legend in radio. And that she's that woman is music television now. Right? She's like running CMT. Yeah. Like she's a big wig. Like there's one person she answers to, I guess, at CMT in Nashville, and she is she is an upstanding person. She's a gr- I mean, there really is nothing you could ever say bad about Leslie Fran. And Barnes is bussing tables at Caltech. <laughs> Again, I never worked with Barnes. What's he I, doing now? I, I literally yeah, don't. Know. Uh, I think you know what? It's funny that you asked that because actually there was a uh, there was an article just the other day about that team. Mm-hmm. And Barnes is running like a creative company that does like drone videos for commercials. Like that's what is said in this article. That sounds made up. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds incredibly made up. I, hopefully, we'll get a tweet from him tonight. And we can find out. Because, At Mark Aram, yeah. <laughs> Barnes, if you're listening. No yeah. offense. I just don't, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, but. I don't. I've only met him one time. You know. I've only met him one time, and yeah. I, I've heard stories about people who worked with him, and not everybody was a fan. Yeah. I, I missed that station. It was a good station. It was a good station. This yeah. town, but, I mean- And I miss Dave FM. Dave it, FM was a Atlanta's, good station. Atlanta's weird, because there's some really great stations that are gone now yeah. that aren't ever going to be what That's they were. That's not just Atlanta, though. It's everywhere. Yeah, I think so. There's there's great stations that I, I listen to in Connecticut New York that no longer exist. Yeah. It, uh, it's just the t- sign of the times. At yeah. Least, knock on wood, we still have jobs here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. WSB's not going anywhere, hopefully. So, uh, as a producer for the uh, B98.5 Morning Show with Jeff and Melissa, you're in charge of coming up with content for the show. Like yes. Like, interesting stories, et-, et cetera, et cetera. That's right. At, having a show, no offense to Low T. Chuck, but I, I basically have no producer. So, I never <laughs> I never get interesting stories. Why? So, I, I don't, uh, Eric, I mean, Eric Erickson works Low T to death, so yeah. I get it. Oh, I and didn't the know. stories that Erickson uses are de- different from what I would See, use. I obviously. didn't know that you shared a producer yeah. with Eric Erickson. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I can't even call Chuck a producer. I mean, he's he's basically just a phone screener at this point. Okay. Okay. Um, See, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. So you're the guy I come to for interesting stories. And there was a. I'm always interested in poop stories. Yeah. Well, and well you who had is a, it? a great poop story this week. Yes. There was a news story this week that there is gold in your poo. In fact, there is it's gold, silver, platinum. All of it is being found. They found it in these uh, uh, sewage treatment plants, mm-hmm. and they have found that there are remnants of gold, silver, and platinum. They don't know where it's coming That's from. That's my question. How They don't know how it's getting ingested. All they know is that as humans, we are now ingesting, I mean, we're eating gold, silver, and platinum. Now, if you drink Goldschlager... 
Obviously, it's in that's there. That's in yeah. there, right? Is, did they you really have real gold pieces? Yeah, yeah, it's the flakes of gold, and but, that stuff will mess you up. But the price of gold now, I don't even think they can make that anymore, right? Like oh, back, really? Back I don't when know. they did it, gold was three hundred dollars an ounce. Yeah. Now it's twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Whatever. That's probably off the market. But if there was a way to to go through your poo, yeah, you could find some gold. I mean, it, don't go to Delonica. You know, <laughs> go to the bathroom. For those that are new to the area, the. Uh, Panning of uh, gold in Delonica is what made it famous, right? That yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, in fact, that's what started the uh, Trail of Tears. Is we found no we found gold in Delonica and we kicked all the Indians out. That's crazy. Yeah. Jeremy Powell from B ninety eight point five joins us in the uh, in the studio tonight. So there's a lot of gold too. This isn't a small amount of. It was something like if you were able to collect it, it would be worth like four hundred million dollars if you could collect it from everybody. So that's so Mark Aram. The poo in you is not necessarily worth $400 million. I don't know. But don't know. <laughs> if we collected it from lot. everybody. So are, the, are these treatment plants able to collect any of this That's stuff? what they're going to try to figure out. They're going to try to figure out if there's a way for them they should be able to. to go through. You would think. But I guess that's not, gold's not magnetic, is it? Uh, I don't, you know, I'm not sure how, it, I've never been panning for gold, so Me I don't either. know. I've only seen it on TV with the, with the guys, the crazy guys on TV that do it on like TLC or yeah. something. So I don't know how they can get it out, but there is gold in your butt. Well, well out of. Yeah. <laughs> but we have no idea how they were ingesting it. No, no idea. I mean, you think about that there is gold and silver and platinum like all around you for yeah. electronics and all different kinds of I stuff. There's, so, yeah. there's platinum in your catalytic converter, but you're mm-hmm. not breathing it in. No. This is getting into really your digestive funky. system. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Very, very strange. I'd like to capitalize on that somehow. <laughs> yeah, right. As much as I go to the bathroom, I should. That could be like my side hustle. My second job is yeah, is painting for. The only thing I know about painting for gold, honestly, is from uh, the HBO show Deadwood, mm-hmm. which was uh, based upon Deadwood uh, and the gold rush there. Mm-hmm. That was a great show. Well, you know what? It, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually ran across a commercial for a product. Of how to pan for gold through you. Maybe I'll have to pull that up and play that for you. Can we play that right now? Yeah. All right. Hey, there is gold in your poo. My name is Stinky Pete. I'm the poo prospector. That's right. There is gold in your poo. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Stinky Pete, how am I going to get the gold out my poo? Well, it sounds like you need Stinky Pete's poo prospecting kit. That's right. Stinky Pete's poo prospecting kit. Stinky Pete's patented technology will allow you to sit through your poo and strike it red. You might have a vein of gold running right through you. No longer will you have to go to Delonica just to pan for gold. You can pan for gold right in your own bathroom with Stinky Pete's Poop Prospecting Kit. Wow. Amazing. Good stuff. <laughs> That's Where'd you find that? Uh, well, you know what? I'm on the internet all the time. Yeah. Doing producer things. Yes, yes. So Chuck, doing producer take notes. Yes. Maybe right? I can, you know what? They, they, there's these things called morning show boot camps. Where, where radio morning shows go and learn how to do the craft. Yeah. Can we do a producer boot camp so you can take Chuck? Well, producers go to those. I've been to one before. I forget it. I yeah. want a producer boot camp yeah. where you teach Longoria and Low-T Chuck <laughs> how to actually do stuff for the I show. I, 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 that's the thing is, it's just, you know, sometimes the it can't be taught, is. right? It can't be taught. Sometimes it's just known. It's yeah. just in there. It's instinctual. Um, I got to ask you this question. Okay. Uh, since I brought up one of my favorite shows, Deadwood, um, are you a, a Game of Thrones person? I am not a what? Game of Thrones person. And you would think On I watch purpose? I watch geeky stuff, but I I don't know. There's something about Game of Thrones that just throws me off. Maybe it's the um, brother-sister sex. Maybe that's what's that bothering me. That was one me. episode. Is it? That's it. Yeah. And there's like dragon sex. Is that right? <sighs> no. Okay. 
You're, you're hearing all the stuff. There's a lot, and there's the midget guy. What's his name? The, the little person. The imp. Yeah. That's what they call him. Hey, I don't like him. All right. Can I don't like him one as more a person. Second? Yes. All right. I want to talk about this. Game of Thrones coming back. Uh, Jeremy Powell in studio, a.k.a. Fat Kid. He's on Twitter, at Fat Kid Rocks. R-O-C-K-S? Yes. Yeah. And I'm Mark Aram. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M? <laughs> this is the Mark Aram Show. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mark comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, welcome back to the show. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight, Monday through Friday, here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Uh, Jeremy Powell, a.k.a. Fat Kid, joins us in studio. He is the producer for the Jeff and Melissa Morning Show on B98.5 FM. Uh, you're a huge Braves fan, as you wear a Braves hat. Every in day. In front of me. Uh, Every single day. So I've got a family four-pack of Braves tickets to give away right now for opening week. Okay. Um, folks, you'll get 755 Club Access. And you see the Braves take on the Marlins April 14th at Turner Field. Uh, the fifth caller to 404-741-0750 will get the uh, Braves four tickets to opening week. 404-741-0750. Uh, if you miss out on that, get opening week tickets today at Braves.com. Buy early to get the best seats. As a diehard Braves fan, Jeremy Powell, what are your expectations for this season? Oh, they're low. They're, they're they're low. I'm sorry. I hate the fact that you just gave away tickets, and now I'm going to tell you that I don't think the Braves are going to be good this year. Well, I mean, no, that, but this is a rebuilding year. I mean, the, they even need to admit it. Oh, uh, uh, here's my pro- here's here's the problem. Okay, so they're building the new stadium there mm-hmm. in Cobb County. Here's what I think has happened. I think what we are living right now is the plot to the movie Major League, and that is where they get rid of every single body who's any good, everybody who who sure. is is a big name. They get rid of all of them. Except that for way, Corbin Burnson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for Corbin Burnson that they got to keep. So they bring in all these nobodies. They're going to bring in all these people that you have no idea who they are. But these kids. Wait a minute. Okay. So they're going to bring in these kids so that the team is terrible, and so the team sucks, and then they're going to move them to a new stadium, and then they're going to be great again. Yeah, but what happened to Major League? They won. Yeah, but that it's a movie. Right. It's a movie. So that's the problem. So this year and next year is going to be awful, I'm afraid. I hope not because Cautiously I... Cautiously optimistic is the way I'm I love the Braves. Braves. I grew up a Braves fan. That. I've been a Braves fan my entire life. I've always loved them through the good years and the bad years. But this... I. I'm not a fan of what they're doing. I don't like it. Okay. Hopefully. I, didn't mean to bring I know. I know. That's the thing. All right. Hang, hang tight. Can you stick around a little bit? Yeah. All right. News, weather, and traffic next. Jamie Bendel from the Punchline will join us. Uh, four, four, no, don't call. Don't call now. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, though, at Mark Aram, at Fat Kid Rocks. Stick around. More to come. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. No animals were harmed during the making of the Mark Aram Show.
the white and the blue. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a great Friday evening. Mark Aaron with you here on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. A big thank you to Belinda Skelton for filling in for me last night uh, because I had to fill in for the conservative Viking Eric Erickson on Atlanta's Evening News. So much thanks to Belinda. Much thanks to you folks for treating Belinda nicely. Uh, Joining me now in studio, owner of The Punchline, a bittersweet moment for my pal, my friend, Jamie Bendel. Uh, James, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. Is, does Eric actually go by the conservative Viking? No, I, I, I have dubbed him that. Okay. I'm trying to get him to stick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great nickname. <laughs> Isn't it, conservative right? Conservative Viking. Yeah. He is Eric, 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 son of Eric. Jeremy, you agree? I do like that. He needs a horned helmet. Exactly. Yeah. That would be awesome. And I'd he like looks, he's that. like a red-headed Viking. Yeah, sure. Burly. You ever seen him walking down the hallway with purpose? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the does he walk with out? purpose? Yes, yeah, he absolutely. walks with purpose. Yeah, yeah, you get out of his way. If, I you know, st- he doesn't strike me as a purpose guy. If you frighten Carl Rove... You have a little spring in your Does step. Does Erickson back him off? I don't know. I'm assuming. <laughs> I He's like, a le- like Erickson scares people, like in the political realm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I don't have that kind of clout. <laughs> in the comedy world, you do. Do I? Yeah, well, you did. Up I still got to start throwing my weight around. Uh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm not giving it up just yet. All right, so I, I want to know the scoop. Are you going to give me breaking news here? You know, I don't know that we're going to have any uh, breaking news in this particular segment. Mm-hmm. We might get to news alert. Okay. You know, we could get to alert. A news alert But level. probably not breaking. Because, there, you know, I saw a tweet from an unnamed AJC writer Saying the punchline was closing. Which First of all, somebody needs to get that dude an editor. I, fact checker. Just to fact check that, the punchline is not closing. Not closing. You're relocating. Just moving. Yes. All right. right. So the final shows are this weekend. We are, we are in the wrap-up phase. Yes. So we've got two Friday night, right, tonight, mm-hmm. uh, three tomorrow, two with Dimitri Martin, and then we have one that is like a... Uh, open house kind of show. Okay. Uh, on Sunday or Saturday? Saturday. Okay. 10 o'clock on Saturday. 10.30, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a ton of comedians that are in town for a festival. Um, there's a couple of other big performers at some big venues. Uh, we've extended an invitation to all of them to come in and take one last little up at. We'll stay open as long as need be to get everybody on and off the stage. We're going to have some fun. So uh, it should be a memorable moment. And then Sunday night, we have the very first show was ever at the punchline, the host and MC were local comedians by the name of James Gregory and J. Anthony Brown. Wow. This Sunday at 7 o'clock, we were going to have J. Anthony Brown and James Gregory. James Gregory is still alive. James Gregory is still kicking, doing great work. <laughs> yeah, does, I, he, I saw him not too long ago up in Chattanooga. That dude's still funny. He's terrific. Still funny. Excellent. He's terrific. Uh, and then at 9 o'clock, Craig Robinson from The Office, Love Hot Tub Time Machine 2, Eastbound and Down. Some great work. Uh, he is the Sunday night show, and actually, I'm hopeful. Great, he's in town working on some projects. I'm hopeful he'll he may you know swing by early. I, I might try to talk him into yeah. coming. So Saturday. as it's scheduled, and that that's it. Then the and then boom, closed. boom, Monday. So Craig Robinson is the last. Comic. That's it. That is the last show in the original showroom. You can go out worse than Craig Robinson. It's been such a great run, and the yeah. comedians who have been coming in, uh, particularly, you know, we've had a chance to get some of them on with you here, and uh, they really talk with such affinity about the place. It's been a, it's been a great experience. It's bittersweet so. for me, just as a fan of comedy, because um, when I first moved to Atlanta in '96, you know, 
that's one of the first things I looked for was, all right, where can I go see comedy? Yeah. And I went to uh, little old Hildebrand. Little old Hildebrand. Found you. Yeah. Found those chicken fingers. Yeah. And I've been in love ever since. Yeah. You know, I, I worked there for a little bit. When I got fired at 99X, mm-hmm. I worked at the punchline, worked at the door for a little bit just to uh, get a paycheck. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no offense, so Jamie. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I, we, I knew the deal. No, no, I, we knew it, yeah, yeah, it's but in I've done a I've done open mic uh, there. I mean the the punchline's awesome. It really is. So yeah, it is a little bittersweet. I've I've been on the punchline stage three times. Mm-hmm. The first was to open up for Sean Hannity. Mm-hmm. Sean Hannity did a live broadcast. There. He did. Back late 90s, maybe. Mm-hmm. His and material I, finally got the form it deserved. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I got to open. I was the, the crowd warmer, I guess, there. Um, and that's a, that, well, that's a whole other story. And then I did. we did the benefit for Royal Marshall. You yep. were so nice to open your doors oh, to do a fundraiser terrific. for Royal Marshall. Was a great event. I got to do some stand-up there, mm-hmm. which was an amazing time. Which was, I remember that night uh, specifically that Mark Aram went early and was the first person to drop an F-bomb. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that made it okay for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I set the stage. I, I you, got, I was and you, it was, you actually kind of treated it a bit as a roast. Yeah. Right. So you went after some people. You got boards pretty good that yeah. night. Yeah. That was great. You know who's the surprise of the night for me? Um, Dave Baker. As in a good surprise or bad? Yeah, surprise? big surprise. He's I hilarious. thought he was hilarious. Oh, he is. He's one of the. He is the second funniest guy at the station. Uh, so funny behind, of course, Hannity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's the funniest in house. Yes. So I so I crushed it at that the Royal Marshall fundraiser, and then Jamie was nice enough. He saw something. He's like come back and do another set mm-hmm. and that was bad was it bad it was bad that didn't that was like a, a feature thing where you were going to get paid or something wasn't I it? i did get paid like it was a real stand but i never gig. cashed the check it, i still oh, have the check framed uncashed first time i ever got it's, paid it's for, funny that you say that because we have been off on our books <laughs> and i have not been able to figure it out <laughs> that's it buddy i never that's, cashed that's the check. what it is so i did it so it was the kids uh the guys from kids in the hall were coming in yep and they they were just starting their stand up career. It was two of the guys doing a, a two man act. So Jamie's like, look, you know, I want you to open for him. So I spent days, we, a week, solid, mm-hmm. writing new stuff mm-hmm. tailored to a gay audience mm-hmm. because these two guys from the Kids in the Hall were gay, and I assumed that they would be drawing a gay crowd. Mm-hmm. So I get up there. I th- I mean, I got brilliant stuff. I mean, brilliant stuff. And I get out there and. I'm I'm 90 seconds into my routine, and I'm crickets, like absolute crickets. And I'm like, just out of curiosity, raise your hand if anyone here is gay. Not a single hand goes up. I'm like, all right, good night. Thank you. <laughs> it was awful. Wow. And then those guys did worse than me, I think, because... Well, you kind of set the room. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, uh, no, you know. guy that came after me, that was funny. Yeah. Um, DeMarco or something? I don't know. One, na- one name. Maybe Landry. Landry, yeah. Yeah. He's good. Um, so he picked it up. Yeah. But I was- What's interesting about comedy is it's one of the few art forms where you can dabble in it, mm-hmm. arguably with no experience. Yeah. Right? So there are people that are funny in movies or they're funny in sketch shows, and they're like, you know what? I'll give it a I'm shot. I'm going to go out and take people's money yeah. doing stand-up. And sometimes it works. Tough, man. Sometimes it doesn't. It's tough. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't. But sometimes, in fairness, Mark, the genius of your material is that sometimes it's not always appreciated in the room. It's a it's a think on it. I had good gay spend some time with it. I mean, gay centered (laughs) stuff. I had a whole bit about how Superman was gay. Do you think that Superman is gay? I I did back then, and now after I got crickets, I don't believe it anymore. (laughs) 
Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's one way of approaching it. Did I just touch the third rail on the WSB listenership? Yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Yes, yes. All right, Come so on. let's let's get back to the punchline. Sunday's the last show. Sunday's the last show. And you're not closing. No, nope, we're just relocating. Moving. Do That's we know correct. where you're going yet? We, I know where we are going, uh, or at least I believe I think okay. I know where we are going. Um, but I Wait, wait, wait. Is this the news alert? This is not. This is the alert okay. part. Okay. This is not breaking. Okay. Um, but we are still. Uh, I think from a from a you know professional standpoint, mm-hmm. probably a little premature okay. to say exactly where it's going to be. Do we know a time frame when the new doors will? Be My open? hope is it will be as soon as this summer. Okay. Now keep in mind, obviously, you have a lag time in booking acts sure, yeah, and yeah, yeah. whatnot. And what's interesting about that is my peers in the Atlanta comedy community will likely know first because I'll have to put some dates on the sure, books yeah. and the agents talk and you know I whatnot. Understand. So we'll so we'll start to see a little bit of that. But um, really, it's been a, it's been uh, very reassuring, I guess is maybe the right way to phrase yeah. it, uh, with how willing people have been about suggesting places for us to go or parts of town to consider Absolutely. and putting shows. So if nothing else, I've learned that in some respects, um, you know, we're really sort of underserved for comedy when you think about it. So think about this weekend. You've got Ron White doing two sold out shows at the Cobb Energy Center. Yep. You've got Brian Regan doing a sold out show at the Fox, Fox Theater. Theater. I've got four Dimitri Martin shows that are sold out. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much sold out with Craig Robinson. Jay Anthony Brown is just about sold out. And then you have three or four other venues in town that are participating in a festival, festival. and those shows will be well attended. So Atlanta is a terrific city for comedy. Absolutely. When you think about it, I mean, that's, that, there is so much yeah. to see and do just this weekend as it relates to comedy. And that's not even addressing Bacon Fest or all the other things that are going on. Car, this auto show. You got the car show yeah. going on. I mean, so, you know, that's one of the great parts about being in Atlanta is being able to get out and do do so much stuff. So you'll come back on the show and give us updates, but ho- hopefully uh, the, the relocation process will launch this It's going to go smoothly. Okay. I'm, I wanted to use this time to see if possibly when you get off, maybe on Tuesday, if you could come help pack some stuff up Absolutely. and move it. I, I want a piece of memorabilia. I actually want to ask you this. Um, are you looking for investors in the new spot, or are you guys all buttoned up? Uh, like you that? know what? Actually, uh, one of the scenarios that we are considering mm-hmm. uh, would be inclusive of having some new uh, new blood, p- new partners involved. Well, um, so Jeremy, that's you're, that, yeah. s- sign Jeremy up. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll stroke <laughs> a check. Yeah, that'll be fine. No, I, I I'm going to try to get me some Eric. of that Erickson Eric, uh, swagger. Yeah, conservative Viking raiding yeah, yeah. chests of mm-hmm. gold. Throughout North Georgia, yeah. Can you cash uh, gold bullion, uh, bullion uh, coins? <laughs> you know what? Um, I, as soon as my survival garden has come in, yeah, um, I will uh, let you know. Excellent. Um, I want to talk more about you. Don't have anything to do, right? Let's do it. The club's I'm here. Running fine. <laughs> yeah, man. I want. I want to talk more about uh, the legend that is the punchline comedy, and I'm not using past tense because the legend will continue. We have to discuss. Do I get to continue? Like, what do I treat the pause as? Do I have to restart with how old we are? No, no. It's do like, I no, condense? No. Is it like a no. leap like, year you're birthday? Like New Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Let's hope we do better than New Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yes, yes. But it's because otherwise we're going to have some really you awkward. You still keep the records. You still keep the tradition. You know, but it's the same franchise. Right. You know, the Yankees' records didn't reset when they moved. It's it's just, just a new venue. Yeah, much like the Braves moving to Cobb County. They're still going to you know still be the Braves. Exactly. Okay. You're still punchline. All right. Uh, follow them on Twitter at Punchline Comedy. That you got to change though. You got to change that. I can't. I can't still be. <laughs> I've worked kidding. so hard. I have non-robot followers. At Fat Kid Rocks. At Mark Aram. Hang tight. Uh, coming right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Woo! Woo!
Excuse me as I kiss the sky Fingers on the sixpence, a pocket full of rye Open on the die for they culture Dork the dead body like a vulture to Calgon Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB Welcome back to the show. Uh, an assortment of funny characters in studio. Jeremy Powell, a.k.a. Fat Kid, producer of the B98.5 Morning Show. Jamie Bendel, owner of the Punchline in transit. Sunday's the last chance you get to go to uh, the Wrigley Field, if you will. That's right. Of comedy. Um, tickets available Sunday only right now? What do we got? No, we got some Saturday 1030 show. Okay. And that that, if it shapes up the way that I hope it shapes up. It's going to be one of those awesome shows. Yeah. Um, That's going to be the night like everybody talks about. Holy crap, I was at the punchline. You should have been there. It's like the you one You won't believe where, who showed up. That's right. That's my that's my hope. There's so many comics that are in town and I'm really embracing the idea. Imagine like when they were closing down Yankee Stadium, yeah. right? If they said, "Here's what we're going to do." Yogi Bear is coming in. Everybody gets one last turn at the plate. Right, yeah. you would have gone just to see, see yeah. back in that environment Absolutely. those kinds, of, and so we're really trying to do that. We just did a great open mic this past week and wanted to really give a lot of the local comedians a chance to get up because it's it, when you think about it. Pryor's been on that stage. Mm-hmm. Bill Hicks has been on that stage. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Hold, hold that! Don't spill that because I want to talk about that next okay. segment. But. You, that's a good tease. In that's radio. a great that's tease. What we call it tease. It's uh, so PPM friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. Meters right now right are over peeing. the heads of everybody. Nobody understands what you yeah. say. Yeah, um, we do. Yeah. <laughs> so when we come back after news one of the traffic, I want to go through uh, the, the biggest comedians that had ever been at the punchline. Your favorite memories of the punchline. Um, what you'll miss the most of the punchline. But before we do that, so you saw the Steen Smith story yesterday, um, where the the, the two hundred dollars. Yeah, the that coach one? in North Carolina passed Dean Smith. Yeah. And it we it just we just learned that in his will he wrote a two hundred dollar check to every player that's ever played for him in North Carolina. Is that right? Yeah, that's pre- and it said basically, uh, Coach Smith wants you to have dinner on him. You know, thanks for everything. Oh, for that's fantastic. Are you going to do something similar to the uh, punchline employees that will be Sands employment for a couple months now? I think we should go right to uh, traffic <laughs> and weather. <laughs> All right. Well done. We come back after news, weather, traffic. The best, the brightest uh, moments at the Punchline Comedy. Jamie will run them down for us. What uh, the best memories he's had. And if you have any memories of the Punchline, uh, just tweet at us, at Mark Aram, at Punchline Comedy, at Fat Kid Rocks, R-O-C-K-S. News, weather, and traffic next. This is, yeah, the Mark Aram Show. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.